It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of the Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of the Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, we're going to talk uh, to Morgan Gant. She's the CEO of SWIG. It's a company out of uh, uh, New York, New York. And uh, we'll have her online for a moment. But before we begin, we're going to take a commercial break from our sponsor. And we'll be back in a moment with uh, the CEO of SWIG, uh, Morgan Gant. You're listening to The Core Business Show. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours, and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Jacquet. Again, uh, welcome back to the show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Uh, Morgan, welcome to the program. Hi, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. I guess to begin with, kind of tell us about yourself. Our audience love personal stories. And the verse of reading the bio. But so if you don't mind, tell us about yourself. Sure. Um, I live in New York City. I've been here for about 10 years. Um, I started my company just about two years ago. I saw that there was like a great need for good quality hair products for women. Um, And not just, you know, African-American women. It's really like all women and hair is something that just stretches across so many different categories. And uh, and throughout that process of dealing with my customers and um, selling my product online, I really needed to take the time to... Um, provide them with some tools to help, you know, get better use out of the products. And so I took the time to write um, this book that just came out called The Lace Wig Bible, which is a guidebook um, for how to style care and maintain lace wigs without sacrificing your natural hair. And we promote, um, you know, the wigs as a great alternative to 
weaving or chemical processing, like um, using relaxers or texturizers. Um, and we really push our, our customers to really preserve their natural hair. So if you go on my website, you'll see me. I've got like long, um, like 22-inch long, like red carpet hair. Um, but underneath I wear, I have my natural hair, which is maybe like three inches long and curly. And I wear that sometimes, and then sometimes I wear the wigs. So um, a big part of just letting women feel empowered was letting them know how to properly use the product so that the wigs didn't really become a necessity. And um, that kind of information was really missing from the market. Wow. Tell us, uh, before we get into more about the uh, the wigs itself, tell us how you come up with the with the name. Well, um, it's pronounced switched, um, and it means to okay. switch or change um, your look. So it's spelled S-W-I-G-C-H-D, and the W-I-G um, is red because we want the word wig to pop out. Um, and I came up with the name because I noticed, I mean, in the beginning I, I – as I was doing all my research, I, I was really struggling to come up with a name because I didn't I didn't want something that was like, you know, um, beautiful hair. You know, I wanted something kind of interesting. And what I noticed was when I was working with women doing my research, when they would put the wigs on, they really would change their entire personality. Um, you can see they felt more confident. Um, they felt uh, maybe more sexy. Um, and so that's how Swidged came up because they were like switching – um, because of the wigs, so it's kind of a play mm-hmm. on words. Um, but yeah, that's that's what switched uh, stands for. Wow. Tell us, you know, uh, I know Wendy Williams uh, always changing uh, her hairstyle. Sure. Um, tell us the advantages you mentioned. I think earlier regarding uh, chemical treatment, extensions, and so forth. Sure. Uh, tell us what some of the the uh, Dangers. Well, I, I'm not going to say dangers because you know, kind of give a take. And, and the reason I'm segueing this, I remember um, years ago, um, I had a, uh, a stepdaughter. Uh, she was on probably like five years old, and she had like uh, extensions put in her hair. And for, next thing we noticed, uh, this was like two months later. Uh, they say, you know, you're oral and so forth, and and I'm sure we, we've done this, but. All of a sudden, we know we went to a wedding, and and we were just looking at her hair, looking down, and we saw something crawling. And it's it just for African Americans, it was just hard to believe that she contracted uh, lights or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is there any some other dangers or something like that that uh, besides you know the stress of pulling your hair, of getting the extensions that some people need to be aware of? Sure. Um, it. I never really look at it as like the extensions themselves are mm-hmm. where the risk lies. I think it's more like, okay, how are you taking care of your natural hair and what condition is it in before you put the hair extensions in? Um, I've had like a sew and weave um, with my natural hair and I've never had a problem, um, but there were like some precautions that I took, um, you know, okay. making sure that my he- my scalp was healthy and, and moisturized and um, that my hair... Um, was strong enough to, you know, withhold, you know, being braided down and then obviously having the the weave um, extension sewed on. Um, And so a lot of times if someone's hair is already brittle, um, if it's dry, 
if it's um, they may have some uh, skin issues like in their scalp that mm-hmm. uh, would make the hair um, more susceptible to breakage. If they have hair color, and again, if the hair is not moisturized properly, they, you can put the sew-in weave in, and maybe it'll last. Um, p- women keep it in anywhere from like four to eight or ten weeks, for you know, depending on their situation. Um, okay. Can definitely cause some stress on the hair, causing it to break, um, especially when as the hair starts to grow out, the the weight of the hair extensions um, definitely puts a little bit of stress on your, more than a little bit, but on your root, on the hair follicle. And so mm-hmm. if your hair is you know already compromised before you add this stress on to it, it can be, um, you know, kind of kind of ne- negative results. Now in terms of like your stepdaughter, you know, being five and um, her having lice. I mean, if she, I mean, you said it was lice, right? I don't want to misquote you. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, she just as a kid, you know, you know, coming in contact with other children, um, it is. Possible. We think it's less likely because we're African American and our hair is not like mm-hmm. the best place for lice to live. But if the lice gets underneath and it can't be seen, and if it's, you know, if the lice, I mean, I don't even know, if it was the lice in the hair when it was put in? I mean, there's just so many different things that um, could cause something like that to, to happen. Um, but again, you know, seeing a stylist on a regular basis and making sure that you're a good candidate for hair extensions or any kind of hair um, treatment mm-hmm. is like the best thing so you're not compromising your natural hair. Wow. Um, kind of tell us about the different products that you guys have. And I guess that's worth the end. We can talk about, you know, how, t- how can you maintain it and what you also need to look for uh, in a uh, care provider to make sure you're taken care of? Sure. Um, Well, we offer um, lace wigs, lace front wigs, full lace wigs, um, regular sew-in weave, and then we also do clip extensions. Um, And the clip extensions are basically you have the wefted hair and they have clips on them. So instead of sitting through like, you know, four hours or so for a sew-in weave, you can just clip them into your um, hair at the root. Um, which doesn't cause damage to your hair. We have these um, rubber buffers that protect the hair from the clip. And mm-hmm. those are great because you can take them in and put them out, take or put them in and take them out. So um, you're not stuck with the hair extensions being semi-permanent. Again, lasting anywhere from four to ten weeks. Um, so that's what we offer. And then um, in terms of maintenance, um, the hair extensions, like I said, you know, they need to really, um, the women or customers really need to go to their stylist on a regular basis, even for maintenance in between. I mean, there's some washing that can be done, but you want to make sure that your braids, um, your natural hair that's been braided down, if it's been braided down, is completely dry so that you're not, um, you know, contracting any kind of like fungus or, you know, if it's not dry completely and you go out and it just gets musty because it's damp and it's dark inside your um, scalp underneath the, the sew and weave. So, again, mm-hmm. I'm always pushing um, my clients to see their stylist on a regular basis. And um, some of the questions that they should ask their stylist are, first, before anything, even before you know someone sent you to them and they're so amazing, are do they have the right credentials to be working on your hair? And... Um, Asking them that as well as, you know, how long they've been doing hair, if they have a portfolio, do they have a list of clients that you can speak with? Um, you 
can ask them what types of hair textures they're used to styling, and then ask them what they specialize in. Sometimes um, if you're going to somebody that specializes mainly in sew and weave, um, but they dabble in hair color, you probably only want them to do your sew and weave and not your hair color. You know. Okay. Um, and so it may cost a little bit more, but, I mean, we're talking about our hair. We're talking about something that is permanent and then semi-permanent, and so it's important to just make sure that the person knows exactly what they're doing, and if their specialty is that, then that's what they should be doing for you and nothing else. And wow. Then another thing that's really important um, is that when you're looking through your stylist portfolio, you know, you want to make sure that they're showing you um, an array of hairstyles for different face shapes and not just, like, the same hairstyle on, like, five or six different women. Because, again, like, making sure that your um, hairstyle is cut for your face shape to complement your features is really very important um, because you can have great hair and the color can be great and the hair texture is great, but if it's not cut for your face, it just can look a little off. So those are some of the things that we cover in my book um, just to kind of reiterate all the time, you know, these are really important things to to ask and then, you know, making sure that the stylist can answer those questions before moving forward. How do you know this person specializes in this particular field and and does it well? Because you you can get some recommendations, you can get some uh something on their website or their portfolio, but you really don't know until you actually sit down and uh compensate them and look at the end product and you still have to compensate them for it and you're not really pleased or is not what you thought it would turn out to be? Well, you can avoid some of those things by asking for a consultation Okay. before you even get started. Um, and you can say, you know, sometimes a consultation is free and sometimes it's not. And what you can do is say, okay, well, let's do the consultation and then you can apply that to when I come back, that fee can be applied to when I come back to the style that I have, that whatever the person's going to do. So let's say it's $40 for the consultation. I sit down with you, and you can apply that $40 to on the back end of, you know, whatever the, the fee is for the service. Um, mm-hmm. And when you have that consultation, um, really in, in, in the book I talk about, um, like if there's like a glossary in the back, like, language, like certain words, terminology that should be used, um, and they should be able to answer the questions um, quite fluidly. And um, the book is almost like a cheat sheet, so to speak, so you know, we want to educate the women to know what they should be expecting to hear, and if those questions are not answered in that way, then it's time to move on. Okay, I'll follow. The, the types of uh, of hair... Uh, I know there's Remy hair, natural hair. Can you tell us about the different type of uh, uh, hair there is? I think you guys normally will uh, sell in your portfolio. Um, well, there is. That's that's such an important question because a lot of women um, don't know how to identify different hair types. So mm-hmm. sometimes they'll someone will say, "Oh, this is Remy," and so because Remy is like at the moment like the premier. Um, hair quality very popular, they'll just say, okay, great, it's Remy, and they'll just kind of move on. And, it, and a lot of times it's not Remy. Um, but some of the hair types that are out there are Chinese hair, which tend to be um, heavier, straight, um, particularly shiny, um, and the actual the individual um, 
like hair uh, strands are um, they're dense. So in, in terms of weight, so when like for example the hair is like laid out straight, and if you were to give it a blunt cut, so to speak, it would just be very heavy, It'd be a heavy blunt cut. Mm-hmm. When you wash the hair, um, the Chinese hair doesn't really go into a body wave. It'll it'll still dry very straight. Um, so that hair type is like very particular to, to a style that someone's looking for. But then, okay. what's most popular is like um, Indian hair. And when you say Remy hair, we're talking about um, hair that's just coming from a particular donor, or it's been identified um, by, let's say. Um, the the length, the style, the age of the hair. Um, when you're talking about gradations and quality in in Remy hair, so Remy hair is is more universally used because when you wash it, it starts out straight if it's been straightened, and then it goes into a really nice body wave. So you have more versatility in styling, and you know when you're blending, especially with the sew-in weave, when you're blending the Remy hair, um, it blends much more naturally for African American women than, let's say, Chinese hair does, because it just tends to be much more shiny and, again, very straight. Where our hair tends to be um, coarser and, um, you know, not as um, shiny. You know, just a little bit like more dull. I don't want to say dull, but just not as shiny as like Chinese hair. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing is human hair versus, like, synthetic hair. There are some companies out there, unfortunately, that are blending um, hair types. So they'll say, oh, right, it's 100% human hair. And sometimes they're mixing um, animal hair. Sometimes they're mixing um, synthetic fibers in with human hair. And you'll know right away um, based on the way the hair curls. So if it's uh, 100% human hair, when you put a curling iron to it and you, like, test it to do, like, a spiral curl, it should hold the same way that our our, our natural hair holds when we curl it. There really shouldn't be any resistance to that heat. Um, and then I also tell my clients that they can do a test where they can take a strand of hair and um, they can light it with the, a lighter. And if it's human hair, it will immediately um, turn to ash. So it will burn very quickly like um, like whew, like that, and, then, and you'll see it just ash. Um, and then if it's synthetic hair, you can burn the end, and it will almost like melt. Um, and so it won't turn to ash, but you'll just see it burn and you'll see the fire just follow up the strand and, and never turn to ash. So that's one way that they can test the hair to see whether um, it's synthetic or human. Wow. You're saying that you also <laughs> use animal hair? Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, I mean, What animal will have natural hair like humans? I mean, like there's horse hair. I mean, there's all kinds of um, unscrupulous things that people do that, um, unfortunately, if the customer is uneducated and they're not aware, you know, they may be taken advantage of. Wow. That, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. When you're done with hair itself um, and you're done with a stylist, and a lot of people, some stylists say, well, go, in, or go online. They may give you a, a supplier to go to, mm-hmm. but a lot of people will go online and say, you know, go find the hair and just bring it to us. Mm-hmm. What things they actually need to look for? Because once they order from a site, they just don't know. Um, right. And some stylists maybe will send something they found that someone else recommended, recommend, but they really don't know. Right. What advice do you normally would get them at, give them as they go out and look for places to get hair? 
Right. Um, well, particularly online, you know, the best thing is always the reviews, um, which is not the end all, but it's a great place to start. Um, you can um, what, actually what's kind of cool about things like Yelp is that you know if somebody has commented. Sometimes you can click on that reviewer and comment back to them and you know ask them their true opinion. Sometimes um, the reviews aren't always accurate, meaning you know anybody can put a review, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they can ask the company for a sample. They can ask the company for their return policy. They can, um, and in doing so, you know, when they check the quality of the product, then decide if they want to move forward. Um, and then, you know, because it's coming, the recommendation is coming from that person, I mean, asking them a lot of those questions, like, well, let me see the hair, let me see the packaging that it came in, um, you know, and asking them the questions like, well, what was your experience like? How long did the shipping take? How much was it? Um, was there anything that you didn't like about it? Um, and so especially if it's coming from someone who's recommending it, and I know that it's it's a challenge for um, women to, you know, shop sight unseen, especially for hair, for the reasons I just mentioned earlier. But um, really following up with those recommendations and asking them those questions will really help lead them in the right direction. Wow. We're going to take a break real quick and play. I have something from uh, about your book uh, that you have on your website. So we're going to play that uh, real quick. We'll be back, and we have a question, how long it take, how long hair should be in your head? Um, so we'll be back in one moment. Okay, so this is what happened. <laughs> the book is arrived. We're here in amazing New York City. And that was a clip from uh, your video. It was a lot, lot visual. But kind of <laughs> tell us, well, you gave us a little break. Tell us about this, uh, another thing about your book as we wind down and any advice which you normally would have to give a person. I think a question here, someone's asking, how long a weave should stay in your head or how long you should be wearing a wig? Well, um, let's start with the with the weave first. Um, okay. The first thing is it always goes back to someone's lifestyle. I mean, I never recommend um, keeping the weave in for longer than six weeks without, um, you know, getting it, you know, completely taken out and, and reapplied. 
and and once again, once they're you know sewing the hair and that in that design underneath the the weave, you know they should never be really going in the same direction all the time, and that's where um mm-hmm. you know women can have those issues around their um edge of the hairline all the way around like the front and the back, like the nape and the neck okay um so you know they should definitely take care of cleaning the scalp and then washing the hair in between on a regular basis and and you know just because the the hair extensions and the wigs are a quick fix, it doesn't mean that you can slack off on on the care and maintenance. You know, it's it's convenient, but you still have to take care of it. So, I would say again with the with the weave, it should be removed every six weeks and then maintenance and washed um, in between um, that the, in that during that six week period. Um, with the wigs, a big mistake that I see women make are, you know, they'll apply the the lace wigs with adhesive and they leave it on for days and. Sometimes I've seen online people telling the women to wear the, the wigs for six weeks, even bonding them, and Ooh. it's it it's just it doesn't even <laughs> like it's like you hear that and it's like you know it doesn't even make sense because your scalp needs to breathe and um, our skin, even the skin right at the hairline, is is very sensitive um, because it's just an extension of our face. And so if a woman is uh, using adhesive, I always say to remove it every single night. It has to be removed. It, you know, it takes, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. You just remove it, clean your face, just add it to your regimen, and then you put it back on in the morning. But you've got to let your scalp breathe and let your hair breathe. You've got to wash your hair, and, you know, that can't happen if you're if you're bonding the hair for weeks at a time. So um, those are some really important um, things that everyone needs to be aware of before they decide that they want to use um, hair extensions or weaving as a, as a hair option. Wow. So when you talk about uh, bonding, I mean, wow, I, I would never imagine someone would go and uh, bond it to their hair. Is there anything they can do to, I guess, with the hair clubs, uh, is that secure enough in order to keep a wig in place? Uh, it is. Um, I All the wigs that we make, are um, they come with the hair combs inside. Um, so the combs... Okay really like slide into the hair instead of like clipping which can also cause some stress at the at the hairline so Mm -hmm. if a woman um, applies the wig and she has a clip at the nape of her neck and then one at each temple um, and then she can even add some additional pins just above her um, ear one behind the ear on each side and she will be completely secure Um, now I'm not I'm not saying that you know she can with that you know method of application that she can go and play tennis play tennis right or like you know i mean i've ridden my bike in it i you know those things are fine but i'm talking like you know sharp movements or you know anything where the hair could get caught on something at that point you would want to have um the adhesive and there's some tricks that you can do also where you can just apply adhesive um like like closer to the sides and not necessarily at the center um like two thirds of the of the hairline. So like if you mm-hmm. put your finger at like the center of your forehead to the left and the right of that, you, you don't have to apply any adhesive there. You can just apply it like at the sides because you still have the combs inside helping to secure the hair. And so you know, adhesives or even like um double sided tape you know, they, they sound intimidating, but if you know what you're doing to apply them, um, it can be done in a safe way that won't compromise, you know, your hairline or even the, the way that the wig looks. It can still look really undetectable. 
Wow. Anything else you would like to leave us with uh, regarding you and your company and for women in general who's looking for uh, hair extensions or weaves or wigs? Um, I just want to reiterate, like, how important it is for women to just educate themselves and not only rely on their stylist. And then also for the stylist to invest in themselves, to continue to educate, take classes, do courses, um, because, you know, new things come out and things change. And, you know, the old way of, of doing hair, you know, the traditional way of, like, you know, our grandmothers knew of pressing curls, which are still applicable. But when we were talking about... Um, these protective styles that last for periods of time, um, there's got to be a sense of responsibility on both the the client and the stylist to know their hair and know their craft. And um, I think that if women took that approach, we would see a lot less traction alopecia at the hairline where we see women, um, you know, on the sides, maybe they have no hair or it's thinning. Um, And instead of pointing the finger... You know, I really want women to take the responsibility to educate themselves, and that's why I wrote this book about wigs. They're very popular. They're a great option. Um, I, I push for the wigs if a woman has natural hair like me and they don't want to get a perm. It's a great solution, but you still have to know how to apply them and maintain your, your natural hair. So I'm just all about the education. You can pick up my book at thelacewigbible.com. That's mm-hmm. lacewigbible.com. Um, and also at Swidged, which is S-W-I-G-C-H-D.com. There, they can um, download the digital copy and have it instantly. They can also pre-order the book. And, um, you know, I just want women to know that I'm for them. And it's all, this is all about women empowerment. And if you see a woman that is struggling with her wig, don't make fun of her. You know, help her and pass this information along to her so she can continue to feel great about herself and have a positive impact on her family and her community. Wow. Well said. Thank you so much for coming on the show and kind of tell us about your company and and your book. Thank you much. Thank you for having me, Tim. And, and, you know, I look forward to any time in the future you'd love to have me back. I'd love to just share with your your audience. Great. I'm going to take you up on that. Thank you again. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's been... Bye-bye. This has been another production of The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. You can download this episode on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, have a great day, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to The Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.